Good evening. Welcome to Wednesday, Lent 1010. I hope you've had a great day today. And again, we are excited, right, to find out that what is the work and ministry of Jesus? To do the will of the Father. Likewise, as we spend this season of Lent, we want to know what is the will of God our Father. And last night, we realized that the will of God our Father is for us to just embrace our identity, especially our gender identity. Tonight, we're going to discover another part of the will of God our Father that Jesus came to fulfill. So turn with me now to Mark chapter 3. Now, when you look at Mark chapter 3, in verse 7, Jesus ministered to a large crowd, all right? There was a large crowd in verse 7, and people came to him from all Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, and everywhere. And the crowd came to him, and they wanted to be healed. They wanted to listen to Jesus. But what did Jesus do? Did he continue to minister to the crowd? Did he continue to focus on the crowd? No, he did something different from all of us. We would have loved the crowds. We would think, wow, this is great. I am doing the will of God, my Father. There are 10,000 people that has come to hear our sermons. Or 10,000 people have logged in. But Jesus did not consider ministering to the crowds as doing the will of God the Father. Instead, He did this. So turn with me. Now, I'm going to read Mark chapter 3, verse 13 to verse 17. I'm going to read all the names of the 12 apostles. Jesus went up on a mountainside and called to Him those He wanted, and they came to Him. He appointed 12, designated them apostles or disciples, that they might be with Him, and that he might send them out to preach. And verse 15, to have authority to drive out demons. These are the twelve. He appointed Simon, James, his brother John, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Now, what did Jesus do? What was the will of God the Father? The will of God the Father was for Jesus to now grow disciples, to make disciples, not just to minister to the crowd, not just to minister to multitudes, but to look for 12 disciples. 12 disciples, it says here in verse, um, in verse 14, that they might be with him and that they, after that, he could send them out to preach and to have authority over demonic realm. This is the will of the Father. The will of God the Father is for disciple-making. And in these disciples, how would He make the disciples? The first thing is that He called them out to spend time with Him, close up, close up with Him, watching Him, listening to Him, understanding His heartbeat, knowing how He does things, watching Him heal the sick, watching Him cast out demons. And not only did He just brought them close to Himself to spend time with Him, but He also gave them a mission. He sent them out. In other words, He involved them to have OJTs, on-the-job training, so that they would learn to do what He did. And through that, they too would have authority to cast out demons. So I'm going to ask you to look at another passage of Scripture, the feeding of the 5,000 in Matthew chapter 14. Now, let's look at what Jesus did to grow disciples. Remember, the will of God the Father for Jesus 
is to make disciples, not just to preach to thousands, not just to do miracles all by himself, but to literally grow disciples that would be able to continue his work after he's gone. That is the wisdom of God, making disciples. So what did he do? He called them to himself. Secondly, he sent them out. He empowered them so that they too would be able to do the works that he did. And so in Matthew 14, you have another incident where Jesus involved the disciples. So verse 13 to 21. Now I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to read parts of it. All right, we all know that Jesus had gone to pray and as they prayed, he came down and again, large crowds came. Large crowds came to him. Now, Jesus ministered to the crowds, but as he ministered to the crowds, he had one objective in mind. Not only would he be ministering to the crowds, but he wanted to involve his disciples in ministering to the crowd. So this is what happened. Verse 15, As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the village and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. The disciples said, We have only five loaves of bread and two fish. They answered, Bring them here to me, he said. So he directed the people to sit down on the grass. And taking the five loaves and two fish, he looked up to heaven. He gave thanks, broke the loaves. And this time he gave it to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. And they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. And the number of those who ate was 5,000 men besides women and children. Now look at this story. Here is a crowd coming. It was evening. And of course, the disciples were concerned that they, he did, they, they had no food to feed them. So he said, why don't you quickly send them off to buy food and, 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 and make sure they don't go hungry? Jesus said a very interesting thing. He says, there's no need. You give them something to eat. How's it myself? Oh my gosh, Jesus, what are you asking us to do? Where on earth are we going to find five, enough food to feed these 5,000 people? Men only, eh? so including women and children, could be more than 5,000, could be 10,000, could be 15,000. It's crazy. They must say, Jesus, you're crazy. But you know one thing about these disciples? Because they have spent time with Jesus, they just followed him. So they went amongst the crowds. There was this little boy with five loaves and two fishes. They found a little boy who said, I have five loaves and two fishes. And you know what they did? They obeyed Jesus. They followed Jesus' instructions. What was Jesus' instructions? Bring them here to me. So they took the five loaves and two fishes and gave it to Jesus. And they saw Jesus present the five loaves and two fishes to heaven gave thanks to God the Father, broke it. And you know, Jesus even organized the crowd. He told them, why don't you go around them and tell them to sit in groups of tens and fifties. And after organizing them, he then told the disciples, now, as I break the bread, now you go, you distribute it. You see, what Jesus did is that he empowered them. He told them to do what they could do so that he would be able to do what they could not do. That is what it means to make disciples. Very often we think that when uh, Jesus made disciples, He just put them on the deep end and then that's it. No. 
Throughout the work of Jesus, throughout the ministry of Jesus, as I read the Gospels, Jesus never left them on their own. He empowered them. That's how disciples are made. But one thing they had to learn, they had to learn to trust Him and to follow His instructions. So what, if I put myself from the disciples' point of view, what happened that day? They were lost. They were told to feed the 5,000. They didn't know how to do it. Then they heard Jesus' instructions. Divide the people into groups. Almost like divide your people into cell groups, right? Divide them into cell groups. And now bring what you have to me. And as they brought what they had to Jesus, Jesus now was able to make use of what they had and multiplied what they had and told them to distribute it back to the people. And when they distributed it to the people, not only that people have enough, they had more than enough. That is what it takes to make disciples. So it brings me to two main points today. What is the will of God the Father for us today? That we are not just a crowd. We don't just come and hear 1010, hear wonderful sermons, close our Bibles, and then that's it. Wait for the next sermon next week or the next week's uh, 1010. No. The will of God our Father is firstly that you and I become His disciples. We spend time reading our Bibles. This whole Lent season, we're going to spend time reading the Bible, asking questions, allow the Holy Spirit to talk to us, and we even can ask God, God, what does it mean to be a disciple? In what way, am, am I a disciple or am I the crowd? Am I a fan of Jesus or am I a follower of Jesus? Fans don't change the world. Followers do. And so as we do that, then you will also hear the voice of the Holy Spirit says, you know what? I want to empower you. You know something? There's this person in your cell group who is sick or this person in your cell group or in your connect group or in your ministry or even in your office who is really terrified of COVID-19. Will you go and pray for that person? You may say, oh my gosh, God, I dare not. If I pray for him, he's very anti-Christian. Oh, no. But God says, trust me, I'm going to, and I don't know how to pray. Never mind, just pray the Lord's Prayer. And just go to see the man and say, I notice you are, uh, as you talk to him, there have been opportunity. Maybe he looks very scared. Maybe he heard that someone in the office got COVID. So why don't you just go to him and say, this is your opportunity. And you ask him, you know, I'm also a little bit scared of COVID but I've been praying this prayer over myself. And you can even say, I prayed this prayer, Psalm 91. Can we pray this together in our office so that our office will not have COVID-19 cases? Without you knowing, as you do this, you are now a disciple of Jesus Christ. But if we never want to be sent out, we only want to stay and do nothing, we can never become a disciple because we'll never see that miracle happen in front of us of our eyes. And do you know something? If we are not a disciple, the kingdom of God cannot come and the will of God cannot come into our workplace, into our families, and definitely not into our nation. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That's the cry of God. How does it happen? Go, become a disciple of Jesus Christ. So tonight, brothers and sisters, the will of God for you and for me, it's not that we just come and hear. But as we hear, we're not the crowd anymore. 
We want to spend time with Jesus. We want to withdraw in the season of Lent. Perhaps in this whole season of Lent, withdraw, spend more time reading the Word, praying, asking God, how do I become a disciple? And then as He gives us a small assignment, take that assignment and says, Lord, you promised to be with me. And see God multiply your five loaves and two fishes to feed the 10 people in your office, the families that will come to you, your own family even, and see a miracle of God appear. That is the will of God for us, for our church, and for the people in the kingdom of God. Amen. Are you excited? Can we pray that God will show us how to become a disciple? And when we become a disciple, God is so happy. You know why? That is the will of God for all our lives. Amen. Amen. Come, let's join in prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that the will of God our Father is so simple, just to become a disciple of Jesus Christ, just to follow Jesus, to spend time reading your word, to see what Jesus did, to even allow the Holy Spirit to teach us and empower us to step out of our comfort zone, to even pray for someone to even minister a word for someone, to even send a song to someone who is maybe down. And oh Lord God, we thank you. You are making a disciple out of me, Lord. Lord Jesus, today I declare, I want to become a disciple. I don't want just to be a crowd. I don't want just to be a fan of Jesus. I want to be a disciple of Jesus. And Lord, may you give me this grace that I too, can make more disciples for the kingdom of God because I want to obey you. You have said in your word, go make disciples of all nations in my workplace, in my family, in my cell group, in my church, everywhere I go. I want to become a disciple and I want to become a disciple maker. Thank you, Lord, that this is your good, pleasing, and perfect will for my life from this day onwards. May I become a disciple and may I become a disciple maker. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Pastor Susie, be so happy. No need Christian discipleship class because you are going to be the disciple maker. God bless you. God bless you.